it's time for your upgrade. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on somebody to act like you halfway believe online and here and in Elkhart that it's time for your upgrade. There's a story in your Bible. It's tucked away right in the middle of three chapters of names. In First Chronicles chapter 4, oh, I, I'm fine, honey, but thank you. Take my picture while you're at it. His name was Jabez. Did you ever hear of him? His name appears in the list of three chapters of one name after another after another. But Jabez is singled out in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9, not because of what he did, but rather because of what he prayed. And your Bible records these words. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. Jabez was a gimper. You know what a gimper is? It's because all your clothes are made in China and the price quadrupled and then you buy it at Target. Anyway, mo most, most of the time, especially major shoe brands are, are manufactured in China. Just look inside them, you'll see. Manufactured in China by slave labor. Men and women of a specific ethnicity are blindfolded, their hands bound, put into cars, like in the former Germany, put into cars like cattle, hauled away to factories, and there they sit and work in sweatshops to make the shoes that athletes that seem to hate America sell to you. Now, if you can't see, there's, there's a contradiction there then no one could ever open your eyes. Jabez was a gimper. A gimper is a person who does the meticulous work in clothing, putting on the finishing touches, such as beautiful beadry and so forth. Making an effort to do the extra. Did you miss that? Some of you still hung up on shoes. You shouldn't have said it. All right. Say, do the extra. You see. It wasn't enough for him just to have a garment. These, these beautiful frontline folks, especially the valor, students, when they get a world changer shirt, 
they, they cut the sleeves and they braid them back and they sew things around the neck and you don't even recognize the shirt because they did something extra. That's why Jabez got pointed out here. He did something extra. He went the extra mile. He showed up an hour early and went home an hour late. He labored with his hands. The prayer of Jabez distills God's will for you and for your future. Say, this is my future. Do you know God does not create your future? You do. Today is the future you created yesterday. Thank God after a service like this, your tomorrow's looking really good. Amen. Amen. Some folk don't have a future. They just have a prolonged present. So Jabez began to pray. A very simple two-line prayer. Number one, that God would bless me indeed. Now this is an old covenant. This is not after Calvary. This is not after the resurrection. This is not after the Holy Ghost has been sent. This is in the old economy, in the old covenant. Jabez stood out in three full chapters because he stood his ground and he asked God to bless him, not a little bit, to bless him indeed. I dare somebody right now to lift up both of those hands and declare, God bless me indeed. Bless my children. Bless my career. Bless my future. Bless my home. Bless my car. Bless me to be a soul winner. Bless me to be an influencer. Bless my finances. Bless me. Everybody that wants to get blessed, clap as loud as you can. Let me know online. Now, I don't have time to go into it, but the, the, the phraseology used here is a blessing that you cannot acquire on your own. Jabez said, I'm going to do everything I can, but there's something I can. Whew. There's something I can't do. Bless me. Do you want to be blessed? Are you willing to carry the burden of wealth? Two people, three, four. And if you don't think wealth is a burden, you haven't ever had any. Some of you, it's all you can do, manage paycheck to paycheck. Because you can't handle it anymore. You, you'd be kind of like a dog chasing a car. Wouldn't know what to do with it if you had it. You'd waste it on riotous living. But if you know how to manage wealth, 
to him that hath shall more be given. And to he that hath not, he'll lose what he does have. Now, I didn't make that up. That's your Bible. You have to prove, God, that you are capable of managing wealth, increase, abundance. That's the reason a lot of these folks, you know, they're graduate. Well, most of them don't graduate, actually. They used to have to graduate, but don't have to graduate now. Leave early to go make the money. And then you see them, they'll make two or three, four or five, 10 or $12 million a year. What'd your quarterback just, Manny's quarterback just signed for? $490 million. $490 million. While teachers make 40. Why? Because we have the wrong idols. $490 million. Now, a lot of them, they'll make 10 million and they'll play for three or four years on average. And when they get finished, they have less than they made the first year. Why? They don't know how to manage it. So they have to give it to some crook to manage it for them and they rob them blind. All, the only point I'm making is, if you want God to trust you with blessing, show him you can handle it. And if you bury yourself in debt, you can't handle it. You're just wasting it. People, people that have a million dollars go buy a $3 million house and end up paying 12 million for it over 30 years. That's why they lose it, you see. I didn't mean to go into all this, but I, I've got till noon and it's just, what time is it? 11.55. No, I'm just sharing with you. It's just sharing. Shout, bless me indeed. Bless me. Dr. Summerall taught me. He said, some people, when they pray, they ask God to pay their bills. Some people, when they pray, they ask God to pay their bills and be able to have a little bit left over. Some people sow a thousand dollars and ask God to return it. He said, those people in a word are unintelligent. What farmer sows one seed and expects it to grow one stalk of corn with one ear with one grain of corn on it? He promises 30, 60, and a hundredfold return on your seed sown. Why aren't you believing for it? Boy, this good. This little talk. Bless me indeed. Supernaturally. Overwhelmingly. 
more than enough, too much, overflow, double for my trouble. The next thing Jabez said, since you're gonna bless me with wealth, you need to enlarge my territory, lengthen my cords, strengthen my stakes, increase the borders of my habitation. Somebody called me the other day and said, Pastor, real estate deals are falling in my lap. I said, well, what are they doing in your lap? I prophesied to you at the beginning of 2020 and COVID-19 does not change the word of God, real estate miracles in 2020. I found another one yesterday, made another one last Thursday. Are you listening? Hallelujah. You believe God to buy a house. You believe God to pay it off. You believe God for the market to increase. Then you sell the thing. Then you take the money from that one and buy two more. Or you can just sit there and complain that God doesn't ever do anything for you. Some of you have got VA benefits. You've never even used them. Buy a house, no, no money down, interest rate not even worth mentioning. Go use your VA benefit, buy a house, put some renters in it, keep it for five years, turn it over, make yourself $25,000, go buy you another house. Of course, in between, you gotta have three new cars. Anyway. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my opportunity. Enlarge my impact. Enlarge my influence. Enlarge my effectiveness. Enlarge my efficiency. Enlarge my effectiveness. Make me better at what I do. I'm about to quit. Thirdly, he said, put your hand on me. Everybody just go like that right now. Say, God, put your hand on me. You know what God's hand represents? His power. You know what he said? I give you the power to get wealth. Put your hand on me, God. Put your hand on me. Hallelujah. God's hand is his word. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Fourth, keep me. There's a reason he mentioned this one last because it's the most difficult one to overcome. Keep me from evil. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And let us not fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen? Amen. Say, I have been delivered from evil. Hallelujah. 
Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.